It's the clearest of nights when the stars shine underneath the glow of the moon. That you realize that feeling inside of you exists. That there's more to life than the way you have been living it. If only a flicker of light that reminds you of the truth that burns inside of you. We all exist and come from the same seven stars that make up the me, the we, and, and the, the us. us. We are the road to remind you of this and hold your hand as you walk home. Well, this is a much needed podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> wow, the, the energy that's currently going on right now. It's one for the bucks. It's it's a magic carpet ride. <laughs> it's very it's very intense. Yes. And I think maybe for a lot of people, this is their really maybe their first time really becoming aware of yeah. how the energy is really affecting them because it's presenting them so I don't know, like evidently forcefully. Yeah. Well, this morning when I was you know writing this on my stories to to start to support. Um, everyone and then Skylar's like let's just do a podcast to also add that added support one of the big things I wanted to start writing about is historically speaking up until this moment I would you know give the the energy reports or give you know what was going on in the body or what was going on in the current time and one of two things either happened people literally didn't experience any of this and tried to like literally experience it and then tell themselves that something's wrong with them because they're not experiencing it then the second thing that happens is they are experiencing it and then they become victim to it and they blame the energy for the reason why things are going on so as we start sharing this it's like first of all everybody alive right now is in this energy doesn't matter who the fuck you are it's existing for you but a lot of people are not aware that's fine. Listen to it anyways. If you're not experiencing anything, cool. Who knows how this will help you two days, three days from now when maybe something starts to present. The second thing is, is you don't need to become a victim to it. You can just see where this is in your life and then move forward accordingly. So in the last two episodes that we put out last week, we talked about this hula hoop energy. The hula hoop energy is basically you know, you've known your entire life that you were, you were coming to this moment, this hula hoop energy. So now since we've put that out and we've now been experiencing it, we have a lot to talk about it. And I'm going to start here for a moment and then Skylar is going to add in. So the hula hoop energy is basically our individual truth. It's who you are without anything outside of you basically pulling you. Okay. So in order to go through this hula hoop energy and sustain there and live there, you have to be able to not have all these different versions and all these things pull onto you. So right now you're kind of beginning that merge. So how that's presenting is the imagery that I got this morning is bowls. So we have three bowls, okay? Every single bowl has rice in the bowl. And then every single bowl also might, one bowl might have ahi tuna and seaweed and avocado and carrots, plus every single grain of rice. 
Then the next bowl with rice might have chunks of beef and vegetables and a sauce. And then the other one might just be straight plain white rice with nothing on it. Or maybe you add a slab of butter. Whatever the case, every single grain of rice is a moment, a feeling, an experience that has happened in your life from that bowl. So if you look at each bowl, that's a different version of you. So I know this can be confusing, but imagine that you have three different versions of yourself. And then inside of each version is the rice, is the sauces, is everything. Now what's happening is all three of those bowls are being dumped into a casserole dish. And that casserole dish is you in density right now, your body of form, your current life. So as all of this rice and all of the rice's ingredients dump into this casserole dish, things can feel really fucking weird, really wobbly, and you're going to be saying a lot of like, what the fuck? So Skylar, let's talk about it. Okay, so the three different bowls are your three different character types or three different programs that you experienced. But within those three programs or three bowls, the similarities, everything is kind of similar, kind of like like the core feature of something. Yes. So that means in each and every single one of those bowls, which is the rice, but each one of those rice represents maybe like, oh, you guys had the same birthday party type of event happen that shared among the three of you. Yes. You had the same type of like emotional trauma that's consistent across the three of you. Exactly. The same type of triumphs exists across the three of you. Those are the similarities. Yes. Now within each of their types, each of those characters, they've kind of wandered off their own path mm-hmm. and kind of choosing their own things and kind of had their own adventures, but they're all you. Mm-hmm. And right? you need to really hear that. They're all you. Which is why one bowl has the ahi tuna and the stuff in it because that character, that bowl went off and had like it, it went to China we'll say yeah. and, and had its adventure there mm-hmm. um, and then the other one I can't remember what was in it was beef stir fry yeah. stir fry that one went to Mexico right the last one that one just stayed right in the small town you grew up in mm-hmm. okay all of those are kind of like you so you're they're all coming from the same shared experiences but then as they have made decisions they've kind of branched out and gone places now all of those bowl, bowls and all of those experiences yes. and all of those shared triumphs, all of those shared triumphs, pains, pains, losses, whatever the case are now be. being thrown into the same bowl and now it's presenting itself. So now all of a sudden, instead of having like one cup of rice in each bowl mm-hmm. plus toppings, we are now having three, three cups, cups of yeah. rice plus toppings. Yes. And all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> oh my God, this is just so much yes. to try and consume. Mm-hmm. When before, it was a lot easier Mm -hmm. when they were separate. Mm -hmm. Oh, I could eat this whole bowl right here. Not a problem. Oh, I could eat the second bowl right here. Not a problem. Oh, third bowl? I'm still hungry. I could eat the third third one. No problem. Or what was happening is you were just literally living in one bowl. Yes. You know? But now that everything is clumped together and all of a sudden like that whole like the overwhelmingness of all three is pressing down with us mm-hmm. on top of us mm-hmm. with the weight of all of that shared trauma. All of those separate experiences are now merging into one. And it's a lot. Yes. And so for a lot of people, 
you know, you can be saying what the fuck. So I'm going to give the example of my journey this week because I have actually heard that a lot of people are experiencing this exact same thing. So this is an example just so that you can apply it to yourself so that you can see it if this is happening. So what was happening for me this week is if you look at it, um, like a Polaroid, um, sorry, like a disposable camera. And then the disposable camera has the, you pull it out and has the film and you're holding it up to light and you can see all the negatives, okay? So that's how it presented to me. So I was looking at every single negative and all of the sudden I'm back in these moments. So I could literally be sitting on the couch and all of the sudden I'm like sitting in a cafe in Calgary in 2001 that... I don't even fucking really remember being there until it it presented itself. That started happening all week, okay? Then yesterday, it kind of hit this like roof where we were driving and Skylar looked over at me and he's like, you're being really fucking uncomfortable right now. Like what's going on? Because what was happening is my body was in the seat next to him in the car, but I was being pulled into all these timelines, we'll call them, all these negative parts of the negative film. And I was literally there. I was literally there. You know, I was in this outfit in 2003, going to a bar in rural Saskatchewan. You know, there's a guy there. And I'm like in that whole freaking scene. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why am I? It, it, it almost felt real. Because it was, because that version of me in that ahi tuna bowl was bringing me back to that moment as it was being poured in to the main bowl. So I had to feel it, I had to see it, and I had to let it move through me instead of it being a negative and being like, something's fucking wrong with me, why am I going back? And one of the key things that I kept saying to Skylar is these moments that were presenting to me were not necessarily what I would call like big moments in my life. You know, going to a bar in rural Saskatchewan in 2003 is not one of my top memories in life or moments in life, but cellularly, it did something to the character. Cellularly, it mattered in some way that it's presenting itself now. Well, I mean, the big moments that we think that drastically alter our life, we think we're aware of them. Yeah. But much like the current and the sea that's very subtle, it's the smaller indecisions that generally tend to like really knock us off course. We're always aware of the storm when it comes through. Yeah. But not so often are we aware of of the current and how it pushes us and pulls us into different directions, which, yeah. Well, and even if I use that, my experience this week, all these moments that I was having were, what was my narration? What was I telling myself? What was I listening to? What voice was I listening to? What was going on in that moment? That's why they're presenting now because they're almost like clearing out, they're showing it to me as like a wash machine and I had to go through that cycle again. So a lot of us are going through these cycles right now from 2019, 2017 to about now, but notice as the rice is being poured in, you could go back to any point in your life and you have to own it as the wash machine. It's going through another rinse cycle. It's going through, you know, I hate the word, but I'm going to use it cleanse. Like it's cleansing you of all of this like remnants that no longer um, needs to exist in this main casserole dish. So past the 2017 to now stuff, you might have these pockets of, of, of memories of moments coming up and being like, what the fuck? 
All I can say to you is lean into it. Let it be the wash machine imagery being like, okay, I'm a shirt. I'm in the wash machine. The Tide Pod is fucking cleansing me. It's moving around. And notice how maybe perhaps at that moment, it is your reality. Because that version of you at the cafe in Calgary in 2001 is going to show you the narrations that you had then or how you operate it then. And it might be fucking weird for that moment or that day or week or however long it takes to process through you because you sincerely are going to be able to see the contrast of where you are now or where you still are or whatever presents to yourself of how you're operating. So that is huge because it can look like you are quote unquote, you know, going backwards. You know, you, you can really convince yourself if you don't have this information that you're going crazy or something's wrong with you or I, th- I thought I dealt with this and as I fucked, up. I fucked up, like how did I get here or I did this decision and now I'm back in this energy. But you have to bring yourself back and be like, okay, this is the rice bowl. This is happening for me because I am converging. All of this is coming into the casserole dish so that I can at some point in the next five years, whenever you decide to go through this hula hoop. Not everybody is going to go through when the hula hoop opens fucking right away in the next coming weeks. You're going to have the opportunity in linear time, five years to be able to go through this hula hoop. Okay, so this this energy that's happening right now is not going to be the next five years, obviously, because you're going to converge, but it is really weird and making a lot of people uncomfortable. Well, it's coming on very, very strong, but once it kind of gets in... Once the hula hoop opens, basically, the door opens. Once it gets in and starts to settle... Yes. It's, it's going to be... You're a casserole dish then. It's, it's going to be a casserole dish and it's mm-hmm. going to be your new normal. Mm-hmm. But these moments are really presenting themselves right now so you can see the change or you can make different choices. Exactly. Or you can see where you've been to where you are now. Mm-hmm. It's a reflection. Mm-hmm. And it's a choice point. It's the awareness. You know, we're in an awareness, awareness mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. It's the awareness for you to make the choices. And that's what I really want to hone in on here is in order to move through the hula hoop, which you might be like, Coco, like, fuck the hula hoop. Why would I want to go through the hula hoop? Everybody is being pushed to go through the hula hoop. You can ignore this all you fucking want. It doesn't matter. Like, you, this is reality now. This is our world as a whole. The hula hoop is here because this is the new world and you are meant to live in the truth of yourself. So people are going to be pushed Things are going to start falling apart externally. Things are going to start to feel hard. Things are just not going to click for you because you're either choosing to make the same choices all over again. And what I would call is like, you know, go back on the merry-go-round because you are going back on the merry-go-round to re-experience things so that you can get back to the spot again and make that different choice to go through. Well, and now that we've presented option A. Yes. (laughs) Let's discuss option B, Yes, which is always great. What if you're not Mm -hmm. seeing or revisiting all of these places that Coco talked about like she's doing? Mm -hmm. What if instead it's just a feeling? Mm -hmm. I am not revisiting places from from my past or from my previous experiences. I am revisiting feelings or moments, experiences. Is that the word I would use? 
Feelings. Yeah, feelings. Like it's not it's not necessarily a specific event. Like it's... I'll just kind of preface this. So it's like you can you can look at your life and be like, okay, I knew I know what it felt like when I walked into my new house for the first time. Like that's a feeling for you. Or you can be like, I know what it felt like when I when I met you know, my partner or whatever, there's a feeling for you. That's what Skylar's experiencing is he can label it through a feeling. Yeah. So the feeling that I'm experiencing is rejection. Mm -hmm. We've talked about it lots. I'm very terrible at making and keeping connections. There's very few people that I actually talk to. And I've kind of dealt with that and say, you know what? I'm actually okay being by myself, but yes, it is nice having those connections, but it doesn't mean that I'm Lonely it just means that I, I'm choosing to be by myself. And there is a difference in that. So as these feelings are resurfacing, I had kind of noticed them a little bit before. And it had come up in the sessions and talking with people that, hey, you guys can reach out. You can send me messages. I've been trying to reach out and send people a few more things and try and make those connections. And it has been um, not successful, we'll say. Right, I haven't really gotten it back even though I'm attempting to go out there. So what am I feeling again? Is that rejection. That same place that I was before when it's like nobody likes me, nobody wants to talk to me. I'm going through that now again. Mm-hmm. But it's different because I'm trying to make the connection which is how that energy is presenting itself. Do people still not like me? I No, I think that's all bullshit. People want to hang out and want to talk to me. I've heard that, I know it's true. So that's how I am revisiting this. That's the loop or the hula hoop that I'm trying to go through right now is that. That's how it's representing well, itself. It, it's, it's not necessarily his hula hoop that he's trying to go through. It's his dish. Oh, so yeah. dish. His, this is his dish that is presenting. So I'm just going to break it down on my side so everybody can understand it. So Skylar isn't necessarily seeing the imagery like I am and going into the actual timelines like I am. So there's a lot of people that don't experience things this way, okay? So he's not literally sitting in the car seeing the bar in rural Sask, but he might, if we use that same example, all of a sudden be sitting in the car next to me and feel fucking nasty in his stomach and feel gross and be like, oh, why do I feel this way? Because he's getting the feeling of the same bar example, okay? So when he gets that feeling, he's then able to place it to be like, okay, this is my rejection, this is this, whatever, he can see it. That's how he operates because he's not seeing it through a very visual aspect, he's doing it through a feeling. So even when he said his rejection or he's feeling this, every single one of his bowls played that out in some shape or form but he's able to identify it and see what his truths are as they move into the bowl. So he could easily, easily, like he shared, become a victim to this and, and, and make it a reality for himself because his, his side is almost trickier, to be honest, than my side because I can actually see, and I'm seeing it through seeing, um, the, the moments of my rice bowls. Okay. Whereas he's not seeing it, he's feeling it. So it can almost bamboozle him a little bit more because he's not getting these exact moments. He's getting these feelings, which feelings really create a reality more so than the visual aspect of it. 
Well, because they're very non-specific, <clears throat> exactly. right? Exactly. Feelings can be as much as feel, you can have a specific feeling. Exactly. The moment around that feeling can be very, very exactly, general. and you can easily create a story around it. He could easily, easily landslide right now. He could easily fucking just go into victim. Nobody likes me. You know, I'm gonna put my headphones on like he used to do. I'm gonna sit in the corner. I'm gonna start being a dick to everybody because I fucking hate myself. Like. All that type of energy could happen because he is not seeing the specific moments. So if you're feeling that, this is why. This is why. Do not, do not create a fucking story around your emotion, around your feeling. It's okay to feel this, but just try and place it. How do you place it? You recognize the emotion like Skylar. Okay, this is the rejection. Once you can label it, you're good. You're good. Because all of a sudden you're in that moment within yourself. Yeah. And the important thing is, is to feel it, acknowledge it. That's what yeah. we've always talked about. You can't, run, you can't run away from the, we'll say the visual experience. You can't mm-hmm. ignore that. And you definitely cannot ignore the feeling experience as well. You have to go into these things. The things that scare you the most are the things you kind of have to lean into and try and try and learn from because you've already learned from this. You already mm-hmm. know this lesson. Mm-hmm. You're just revisiting it again mm-hmm. so you can really see and accept it. Mm-hmm. How far you've come or what you haven't done. That's truly what's happening right now. And I'll repeat that. How far you've come or what you haven't done. And again, if you find yourself being victim to that, ask yourself Why? Because we're in a new energy. We're in the truth now. You know, and I've heard this in Skylar's session so much, and I've been saying it in mine as well. It's like, this is an exciting time. It's, 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 a, it's discovery within self. It's growth within self. It's not this negative fucking thing being like, do, 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 I still have this or I'm that. It's exciting. It's so exciting to see this in yourself. So really, really flip the script. Flip the script. I mean, the imagery that, that's coming to me and I just <clears throat> want to share is like you have, <clears throat> oh my goodness, we're really throaty yeah. today. There is a whole series of books on the shelf. You've read the first one. You can either be like, wow, this book sucks. Or you can be like, oh my God, I'm so excited to find out what happens in the next book, mm-hmm. in the next chapter. You're writing them now. But this is your, this is your life series on, on the on the bookshelf mm-hmm. that you're reading. You should be wanting to explore it further to better understand this world, to under, better understand you and how you operate in this world and dive deeper and just like, ah, page turner, page turner, three o'clock, oh my God, I can't put this book down because it's so exciting. But cry in the moments where it's like, wow, that is so sad. Mm-hmm. And experience really all of that because it's your it's your journey, it's your book. You're writing it. So don't be afraid to be to learn more about it and really feel the ups and the downs. Yeah, and I love that imagery because you really have to understand that that to move through this energy right now with grace, with ease, because you all have it in you to do, is if you use that bookshelf imagery, any of the other books in the library don't matter anymore. Any of them don't matter. Burn them. They're done. Anything that was written before this, anything that happened to you before this is all literally a written story to get you to this moment. Now, you don't need to go and find that book to, you know, reopen it or do anything. You're that free right now. 
So if you're clinging, if you're holding, if you're pulling from old stuff, that that makes your life so hard. You have to release it. You have to let it go because it's tethering you to this loop, okay? If you look at it, it's like you will re-loop through things if you're constantly pulling from the past. And you have to just own that in yourself and get support with it, with yourself if you find that you're 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 doing that. But yeah, we it is a new dawn and we are here to live in this truth. So why, if you're, I can hear this question being asked, why is this all happening? What is the reason for this? Because this is the new world and we're learning how to live in the new world. So it is unstable. You are a toddler in that sense where it's like, oh my God, I'm just learning how to walk again. You know, but what we can move through in, you know, somebody said this to me in session the other day, they're like, what I'm moving through in a week would have taken me a whole year before because it's that fast. The energy is that fucking rapid and you, you, you got this and you've done that much work. Yes. And that's a big thing we need to touch on. If you are going into this whole narration that you, um, you know, you're, you're backsliding, you're, you're going back. You have to stop yourself. It doesn't matter if you're doing the work with us or you're not. It's like you're here. Just even listening to this podcast is doing something different than you normally would do. So as Skylar would say, 1% of difference in a day makes 365% in a year. You cannot deny to yourself that you are different. No matter who you are, what you're doing in your life, Things are not the same. This information is not really for the mainstream, to be honest, because the mainstream world doesn't even know what's happening. They don't even care. They don't even know, but it is happening to them. It is going on. This is what I call for for us, you know, the one percenters. I've been saying that for years. The one percenters walk through this hula hoop, okay? Once you walk through this hula hoop, what do you do? You extend your hand out. You then have a whole life of literally showing through example how to get through the hula hoop. That's the purpose of this. That's why this is happening because we're better together. You know, we are that um, collaboration over competition. That's the new world. So the first people in humanity that are walking through this hula hoop then spend the rest of their days being like, oh, that conversation, this conversation, leaving a little crumb here for that person and this person, because everyone's trying to make it to this hula hoop, especially in the next five years. So you're the front runners. You're the ones that are, you know, excited to do it first. Or it, I don't even want to say first in that first batch or whenever you do it, it's not a competition. It's not like, oh, I haven't gone through the hula hoop yet. V, 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 V. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. The only way you're going to get through the hula hoop is you're just going to realize you're on the other side. Exactly. It's just, it's just by doing that 1% exactly. every single day, that's going to get you through the hula hoop. Exactly. It's going to be that small, consistent, yeah. steady changes. Nothing big, nothing drastic ever sticks anyways. Steady, small changes over time is going to get you through that hula hoop and onto the other side. Yeah, and just to kind of like help you understand the difference between the other side of the hula hoop and what's existing now is when you're on the other side of the hula hoop or when you're getting close to the hula hoop, you recognize all these bowls. You know these bowls in your life, we'll call them characters. 
you see it, you know it, and you no longer are pulled by them. You no longer are pulled by the one that's telling you, you know, you need to do X, Y, and Z. You no longer are, are altered by it. It doesn't fucking even exist for you. So that's why the hula hoop, when you get through it, you live in your truth. You live in the truth of you. Whatever's truth exists on the other side of the hula hoop. And there's such an ease there because you're not being fucked by these rice bowls. You're not being fucked by the character regularly. You just are you. You're free. You walk this earth aware of everything and conscious to your choices. That's what this world is made for. Life outside of a box, being able to have a conscious life that comes from experience, awareness, and choices in everything you do. But while these bowls and these rices and the characters exist, they constantly taint that truth. They constantly, you know, mix the fucking rice up and make it sticky and you can't discern, you don't know, you're operating from this bowl and that's where your stories come on, that's where your wounds exist, all the things that we help you with. So it's an amazing time, it really truly is. And the last thing I'm just going to touch on is the body. So the body right now is, for many people, um, the words that came to me this week was called a character purge. Again, let's not blame all of our body stuff on a character purge so that you don't have to look at yourself. Because that's also a historic thing that people like to do, is it's like, literally they're being unconscious and they're like, oh, it's my character purge. So I don't have to look at it. I don't have to deal with it. You actually truly know inside of you if you're experiencing a character purge. In our world, we've been seeing um, puking, okay? Nausea has been like waves of nausea, sweating, um, skin purges has been happening. Um, if we use me as an example, I fell, couldn't walk, um, our deep, deep chest, chest breathing and coughing, deep, deep, deep has been a thing that started last week for for many people um, where it's just like, what the fuck? Like I have this deep cough and I don't, nothing else. Like it's just, it's crazy. The breathing is a huge thing. It's almost like you feel like, you know, you need oxygen at times was happening last week. Um, you know, really up a level body stuff, you know, diarrhea bathroom issues is another big one where people are like what the heck like why am I in the bathroom so much like an unnormal amount I would say with that um you you experienced like the kind of like did you have the chills was that you no I had bathroom issues yeah you had bathroom <laughs> issues and then you had the tickle um you had like the the, the deep cough starting as I well had, we're had still a little bit throaty with it all um, all of that is a character purge. So I'm just going to give some imagery so that people can just understand it is it's like, imagine you're in, um, Star Trek, the next generation and you're in the front seat and you're the captain. Okay. And as you're in one of those like curved seats or like those gaming seats, it's like, imagine your whole body, your whole spine is like locked into the seat, the seat and your body have been one. Because you are literally a character 
in one of these rice bowls. So you can't leave the seat. You're like, I literally need to, you know, play this character. It's you are one of the same. So what has happened is imagine you have now been like removed, ejected from the seat. So as you've been ejected from the seat, your body is purging the life in the Star Trek seat. It's purging that like costume almost. Skylar, you're looking at me like, what the heck? But that, that's what, that's, it's great imagery because you brought that on. I saw that when, when you started your character purge like two weeks ago and you were just, you were, I've never seen anybody vomit the way that you did that day. And, and that was from your character purge. I'm just laughing because that's not Star Trek. That's the first oh. movie in the Matrix. Oh, okay. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're literally... I don't they know. Have, a lot have, of mainstream. They have cables tied to their spines oh, wow. for feedback. And they're in like a like an egg sac thingy. Oh, wow. And then uh, Neo gets like flushed down the toilet. And then they pull a thing out of his mouth. Wow. And they bur- okay. They I need purge. to watch the Matrix. And I've never watched he's, it. And uh, on the ship. And Neo, or Morpheus is standing over top of him. And Neo's like... Why do my eyes hurt? And Morpheus in his infinite wisdom goes, you've never used them before. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so, so, I mean, you're close, close. Okay, but, yeah, but majors, great. That's majors. just, <laughs> isn't that, I love that about me is I don't know half the fucking shit I talk about. It's just because it comes to me to share and then it has a connection point. So that really kind of explains the body stuff. And the last thing I want to add on, and I also posted this on my stories is the movie the nines i shared the link on youtube skylar fell asleep during it so he can't even give any type of feedback about it um me and becca just absolutely loved it because it shows this exact imagery of the rice bowls where it's like every single version of your rice bowls had to you know kind of play out you were back in it you were delusional you're like what the fuck is happening to then at the very end all of a sudden you're in the main casserole dish and the main casserole dish allows you to have the best of everything you know you get to pick out the tuna or you get to pick out whatever and you just have the absolute best of everything because all of that had to happen for you to get here now so that movie has really been helping um the the processing of it and and i'll put it up on on instagram again for the free link but that that really helped i just want to point out here and i don't know if anyone else noticed this i noticed this and it kind of made me laugh there's a moment in this podcast where i'm explaining something and then coco says hey let me break that down for you how how much of a little neat little reversal of roles was that (laughs) (laughs) i just wanted to point that out i thought it was great I, I just had enjoyed that moment. Well, here we are. So quick little update, quick little thing to help everybody. Um, we're here. We're always here. You know, DM us, email us, questions. Like, we're not these elusive, you know, beings that you can't reach out to. As you can see, we we walk it too. We We are not mentoring on anything that we're not living and walking ourselves and that's the beauty of it because if you look at how the world previously has been built it's those leaders those people that are paving the way it's those you know gurus that are put on a pedestal and adored and they do no wrong and 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 you're just the fucked one and they, and they're the all-knowing one and that that that's dead 
That is so fucking dead. It's like literally take, and I've always said this, take what resonates with us and then chuck the rest in the fucking bucket. If it all fucking resonates, apply it, do it, whatever. But you, you cannot worship. If you worship, you are literally stuck in the old. Let it fucking go. We're all beside each other, all walking beside each other. We're all here for one main reason. And that reason is to live and to live consciously and be the embodiment of the world that we finally have back.